Kyrie Irving day to everybody out there. Oh, man. What a great day. I was so upset. I was, you know, I don't even care that Game of Thrones has completely fallen off a cliff right now. <laughs> it is basically one of the silliest shows on television. But, oh, God. Kyrie Irving, Boston Celtic today. But, unfortunately, we're not talking about that. We're going to be talking about episode six of season seven of Game of Thrones titled Death is the Enemy, a.k.a. friggin' plot hullabalooza <laughs> like aka the time warp yeah just <laughs> i prefer the title the writers are the enemy yeah the writers <laughs> are the enemy is a good one yeah um i'm i'm, I'm gonna start well uh, first off let me introduce everybody uh almost a full round table here we were gonna do a full round table but uh, unfortunately kevin couldn't make it the last second but he'll be on later this week because uh, we're gonna do our we'll be back later this week with our defenders talk and uh we'll have the full round table i hope next week to to carve out this uh uh, I, I want to say worrisome. I'm not. I'm not. I. I don't want to use worried just yet with Game of Thrones because uh, there's still one episode left, and we're only two episodes removed from a really good loot train episode. But uh, yeah, the last two episodes have 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 me not being very cautiously optimistic for what's going on right now in Game of Thrones. Uh, Kyle Brown is here. How's it going, Kyle? Not too bad. I'm ready uh, to do the time warp with everyone. All right. Uh, Mike Leapock is back. How's it going, Mike? All right, all right. All right, good to have you. And rounding out this square table is Ooh. Rob Kofflesh. How's it going? Good. I survived Gen Con. Mm-hmm. How was it, by hey, the way? Guys. Uh, it was uh, It was a lot of fun. I played Dungeons & Dragons for three hours, but then I was slain by an elf. Nice, nice. Great. Excellent <laughs> reference. Excellent reference. Hey, guys. Guys, before we start, I'm going to head to South America real quick, Yeah. and then I'll be back right yeah, away. Okay. Okay. But so you're going to run, right? You're going to run on foot the whole way, right? Like, I will. I'll yeah. send you a raven when I get there, and then we'll start the podcast <laughs> over again. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you a bus ticket once you get there. <laughs> I, I want to... All right, uh, we're, we're going to flip this episode around a little bit. I want to go around the table. Let's start with uh, Mike Leapock because he hasn't been here in a while. Mike, uh, actually, you were here last week, so let's go with... Uh, last yeah, week. you were here last week. Sorry, I lose track of this. It's tough. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's start with Cal Brown. Who do you think won this week? The Night King. Yeah, okay. I, I second that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rob says Night King. What about you, Mike Leapock? Oh, Tormund. Torment, yeah. I, I, That's a quality answer. Yeah, like also answer. quality answer. Um, what if I said to the four of you that I think George R. R. Martin won this week? Because <laughs> like, he can actually like write the books. Because <laughs> I think that's exactly what happened. I, now I completely agree. I think I think the winner of the episode is is in in fact the Night King. Although, like, I mean, he had that great moment where he javelined a. Uh, uh, Olympic throwing. Olympic throw, yeah. Like so basically we had the hound trying out for center field and then the the Night King trying out for the javelin on each team. But like God, this 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 episode hey, is, Night King is hey, Night King is one hell of a QB. That's all I got. Oh yeah, like but I mean like this episode is so rife full of plot holes because it's like why didn't the Night King just use those javelins when they were standing in a circle on the rocks? Like 
Yeah. Like he's just well, oh, these are my dragon because they're these... special dragon slaying javelins. <laughs> guess, pierce. Yeah. like Jesus. He may actually have a limited number of them, and it's like he's not going to waste that. He's not going to, you know, it, that, that's like that, that's like the U.S. Army sending a freaking like daisy cutter missile against like three guys. Yeah. They're just like sitting in a field. He threw two and missed one of them. So now he's got to go walk and pick it up. Yeah. My, well, it's not across the old, the, the old neighbor's uh, fence and like on the roof or something. Aww. Are you saying one of the other guys is going to be like, you know, we have more bullets, you know? <laughs> so get it. So what you're, sa- so so what cool. you're saying? We'll go get so what you're, so what you're saying is the next episode of Game of Thrones is just going to be the Sandlot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Night King pickled the dragon. <laughs> oh God, my only wish is because the Night King has already done one glorious Ronnie from Jersey Shore reference with the "Come at me, bro." My only wish for this episode, because it was already like complete nonsense anyway, I just wish that when he pegged the 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 what, I, what was it Viserion, the one that was named after, uh, so. yeah, that which I guess makes sense that uh, the the one named after her loser brother is the one that's gonna be <laughs> yeah, a bad guy, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh no, a dragon! Oh, it's Viserion. Yeah, he's a bitch anyway. Yeah, but like my only wish is after he shot it and then the dragon sunk that the Night King d- pulled the second Ronnie reference of his career and turned to his other guys and went, yeah. One shot, son. That's one shot, and then just like, and then just high fived all of his guys, right? Oh man. Um, in in a in a episode, suck my big frozen cock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just starts grabbing his junk. He's just like, oh man, does the big balls dance like Sam Cassell used to do after he hit a big shot? He's just like, woo! Oh god. At at, at what point? In the new writing of this show, is that actually a viable plot? I think we're there. <laughs> we, <laughs> we're there. We had an animatronic zombie bear, so I don't think anything's off the table as far as like, like there is so many just nits you can pick with this episode, and so many just plot hole moments which, that this, which is oh, sad. Man. Which is sad because. They had lots of little things that were good, oh my like God. So, so many the, things the, were like, amazing. But the, <laughs> the whole the whole idea of an immortal enemy is awesome because mm-hmm. they get you into these situations like they were in where they didn't show it correctly, but they're standing on this rock for God knows how long, and he's just staring there, going, "Yeah, it's cool." We got time. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm, I'm waiting for your dragon to come pick it's, you up. It's, it's like when Doctor Doom actually accidentally went back in time, and he was like, "All right, oh wait, like come on, that's so awesome." <laughs> but the way they did it is just horrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, let, let's start. Let's start with the good. Um, Rob Kovlis, what was your favorite moment in this episode? Oh, individual moment. Well, sure, it could be anything say... you want. Line, moment, anything. I think for a moment, it's when the dragon got hit by the ice spear, because I actually cheered, because it's like, there's zombie dragons now. Oh, yeah, which we've been talking about for, for many about a week. A yeah, that, that it had to happen. But, I didn't think it was well, going to happen this soon, but... I'm glad it did, because, I mean, the, the White Walkers haven't really done anything, and now we're at the end of Season 7. So, they're coming. Mike Lee Pock. Awesome. Mike <laughs> Lee Pock, fa- favorite moment from this episode? Um, I think mine was actually the uh, while they're walking the conversation between Tormund and the Hound. Oh, so good. Yeah, I mean, because, like, but like, not only was it was it funny and endearing and everything, but it felt like 
old Game of Thrones where just walk and talks, yeah, stuff, yeah, where people just talk and stuff happens, yeah. like, mm-hmm. like where people are wandering, like they're taking their time getting somewhere, and you know, you have these conversations, and it was, you know, it was also really hilarious because you heard Tormund talking about, you know. How much he loves Brienne and how he wants to make giant monster babies with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My favorite Tormund moment, and like, it, like just every conversation Tormund had leading up to that moment was, I was just like, oh god, Tormund's on his way out, right? Like I thought, yeah. Tormund was at- building it up. Now let me ask you this, yeah, oh yeah, they were absolutely because Tormund had all these great conversations where he's like, I want to live the rest of my life making giant babies with Brienne, and then he was yeah. talking so to, I got a girl back home, yeah, and he so was, I t- got three more days to retire. Man. Yeah, he was talking, <laughs> he was talking to the mountain, and he's like, I've been north, and he's like. Your North, <laughs> like like your pansy version of the North, right? Like, and and then he he compared John to Mance, like it's like why why didn't you bend the knee for the Dragon Lady? And he's like, and he's like, well, you know, because like the Northfuls are the, the North are very pride, and, he, and he's just like, well, didn't you ask Mance to bend the knee? Food for thought, right? And it was like, yes, Torment, yes, and, like well, keep all that. Day, like that's what we were we were yeah. saying, like in like the freaking like second episode or whatever, mm-hmm. we're like you know, uh, discussing whether or not John would bend the knee, and we all decided that yes, he would, because he's not, because it's the smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then Tormund is, he like, and he didn't, and it was all dumb, and all this shit happened, and then Tormund is the point where he knows, like, yeah, bend the knee, idiot. Like, just do it. <laughs> not <laughs> like, a big deal. <laughs> and, and, like, I, go ahead, KB. I, I texted Pierce, actually, immediately after this moment, and was like, uh, I guess the colleges up north are pretty good because he is spot on with everything he says. Like, hey, Mance Raider got a shit ton of people killed because he was full of pride. Like, bury your shit. This is bigger than everyone. Is, you can't fool around with this shit. And yeah, eventually, and... even Daenerys realized, holy crap, we gotta deal with this or we're all dead. Tormund was also the only guy who said this zombie fetching plan was the dumbest thing in yeah, the history yeah, of yeah. dumb things, they, right? Yeah. Like when he Immediately. Davos, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the last episode with Davos, where he's like, "Isn't it your job to keep him to like keep him from doing stupid things like that?" Yeah. And like, and just it seemed like I'll be honest. Like last week, like. Lee Pock and Rob, you were on this show, and and we were all expressing we, we when we were doing the over under on who was going to die and whatnot, and basically like the over under hinged on although apparently it didn't, but like we all felt the over under hinged on whether or not Tormund was going to die and how pissed Tormund uh, how pissed we were going to be that Tormund was probably going to be the guy who dies for this show or or dies for this stupid ass plan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I got to tell you when when Tormund was getting dragged under the water by like three zombies and and we'll get into the whole zombies being underwater and whether it or not it hurt them because they didn't make that very clear but it was like when he was getting you know he had just finished like fighting 15 of them off and then it was taking like seven guys to drag Tormund down and he was still punching two like he was punching two (laughs) with another hand and biting a third one on the neck even though it's a zombie he's like whatever I'll bite you back motherfucker and and while he was getting dragged to a watery grave and it was like as, as he was dying I was like I, or as I or at least thought he was dying, he's getting dragged. I, I, on, I had this moment where I thought to myself, he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. Like, I'm happy. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with Tormund dying like this. I'm okay with Tormund getting dragged to a watery grave by, like, 17 zombie monsters while he's still trying to fight them all off. That you know, with his, with every extremity he has available, I'm like, I'm okay with this. And then all of a sudden, this heroic music played, 
And the hounds started chopping them all off and then did the, like, torment, you son of a bitch thing and, like, <laughs> grabbed them and pulled them up. And I was like, well, this is fucked up, right? Like, it, I don't know. How did, but, like, what was your mind space going on during that, Leapock? Um, well, that was legitimately the most distressing part for me in the entire episode and not in a, oh, this sucks kind of thing, but of a le- being legitimately terrified, like, and upset. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, because I love Tormund and I really thought that he wasn't going to survive this and then having him go down like that, you know, would be a fitting end, mm-hmm. but it's still an end to one of my favorite characters. So it's not like I wanted to see it. And yeah, no, I was, I was just like, oh God, oh God, this is like, and it was, it was the way they did it. Like he was calling out for help and everything. It was mm-hmm. like, like he was fighting them all off, but he was still like screaming for help. It was like grim, mm-hmm. but you know, then he didn't die. And I was, you know what? I was like, fine, whatever you can be cheesy and, you know, do the big old, um, you know, muscly high five handshake later. I don't mm-hmm. care. Just as long as Tormund gets out. of T sizzle. I think if George was still writing that Tormund would have died. Oh, I, but, most of those guys would have died. Well, yeah, also, but, I guarantee, but, I guarantee you George or R.R. Martin is, this is why I claimed he, he is the guy who won this week because, I mean, there is no way he's writing something. Like, whatever yeah, he's got on the dome, uh, in his dome piece right now, it will not be nearly as bad as, hey guys, let's go up and do a zombie escort quest. Well, yeah. there's right? no like, way that George R. R. Martin writes something where seven named mm-hmm. characters go north of the wall and come, on a suicide mission mm-hmm. and six of them get back. And the one guy dying was... Yeah. And, and Thoros of Mir dying was completely stupid because he froze to death on that island. And there's two guys there. Summer fire from his fucking sword. Yeah, it, How with, do you freeze to death? Exactly. Summer fire from your sword. Exactly. It was like, what is happening here? Like, oh, they're like, the friggin' Beric Dondarrion's like, oh, he froze to death, and then he's like, well, I guess I'll now use my flame sword to light his body on fire. Dude, I know. Like, what are you doing? Like, what? Like, just huddle around like, the flaming sword for warmth. Like, oh, it's warm now. Yeah. It's oh. Like, God, Coming that... back to Tormund, sorry for a second. Coming no, back to ahead. Tormund for a second. He's been in the same amount of episodes as Euron Greyjoy. Are we going to put those two at the front runner for MVP, depending on the last episode? I'll tell you, I I am not... This is going to be a big... I, I, I wasn't planning on getting into it this early on this particular podcast, but from where I'm sitting right now... I am not prepared to award an MVP for season seven. There is not. There is not one. Right there is. Season. There is no MVP, and one. and I don't want to do a disservice to season two Tyrion Lannister, to season three Jamie Lannister, to Oberyn Martell, to the to the likes of those performances by naming a a asterisk half half assed um, MVP to this to this weird season seven. So. Like I, I, you what guys might not Drogon ag- on the list. Yeah, you guys might not agree yeah. with it, but yeah, because Drogon, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, who's taking out more people than Drogon this year? I mean, I just like <laughs> Arya. Arya's right. taken out a decent amount of people. Yeah, and yeah, pretty she's viciously. Also, yeah, she's, she's also doing very questionable weird. things. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll come around to Arya. Um, next episode, she turns it around and kills Littlefinger. Then I'm I'm good for. And she's keeping her name in the running. Aria, 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 and Sansa seem to be the front runners in our uh, preview podcast for MVP. And they probably knew that and decided to fuck with us. Yeah, because I mean, like I mean, that's the only scenario, right? It, exactly. I, I would say the Aria 
stuff that went down in this episode probably annoyed me even more than a lot of the North of the Wall stuff, even though the North of the Wall stuff was was really cheese dick. Like, the... Well, you gotta remember that Arya and Sansa have never gotten along. They've never been friends. I know. They've never I know. gotten along. They're two completely opposite people. But f- that's that's I'm, and I'm 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 fine with that. But as from a writing standpoint, you're not allowed to have your cake and eat it too with Arya, which is what they're doing a little bit. You can't have Arya have completed her training with the faceless men in Bravos and have her be super secret assassin chick who's able to sneak around and pick locks and steal faces and fight Brienne of Tarth who might be the best like sword fighter depending on how you feel about Jon Snow in, in the entire universe you can't have that and then also have her be this easily manipulated naive girl as if they didn't also train her mind along with her body that was the whole point of them playing sure. and, they, and they, they even referenced it the whole game of faces where like I can tell when you're lying and stuff like that so for her to fall for this whole oh this is a letter Sansa wrote back in season one and, and she's trying to undermine John and and you know, maybe she's really more like Cersei Lannister than we thought. And for 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 the, her to draw that conclusion right away, and them still be like, "Well, I can kill you at any moment, but also I might not be very smart." It's it's that's I'm sorry, that's very poorly written. That's very I, poorly I written. I think I think they're trying to show you that she's seeing what she wants to see, but I think the worst part that they've written for her character is the fact that she went back to Winterfell. Yes, because she's been so headstrong about her list this whole time and even in the the books that i've read it's every night when she goes to sleep she reads off that list every single night she reads off that list she wants to kill these people so bad and you're telling me that oh people are back in winterfell so she's gonna go back there but then when she gets back she's all hung up on how her dad's dead because of what happened it it's kind of it's it doesn't match up with what no. her character I don't. I don't mind that she went back to Winterfell, but it, it's surprising that she's still at Winterfell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. Just... I agree with Rob there because it, it it it's like you know she had all this plan and it's really easy to be headstrong and focused when you think your whole family's dead and you have nothing to fight for other than revenge, but all of a sudden she finds that her fam that her home is back in place. Her family is actually more of them are alive than she thought. Uh, I can see her going back to Winterfell simply because, you know, she's still only like a friggin' whatever, 13, 14 year old girl in, in all this. And, you know, any 13 or 14 year old is going to be conflicted. And <laughs> I mean, have you ever met friggin' teenagers? They cannot stay focused for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and she's done amazingly well up to this point. <laughs> But fair enough. The the, the thing that I, I I I agree with is that why she stayed there for so long. Like she's clearly, I don't know. I also want to say she's bored. Mm-hmm. Almost like she's starting shit just because this is what she does. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I haven't killed anyone forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that or maybe she's waiting for John to come back. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, maybe. Seems like that's what it is actually. Yeah, so she can say hi to John. Um. It's funny though that Leepock you mentioned earlier in in when they were doing the the Aaron Sorkin Game of Thronesy walk and talk in the north and and the Hound was there. I really enjoyed the the conversation he had with Gendry, where yeah. and then <laughs> yeah. where, where, which basically boiled down to the Hound going, 
Oh, she put leeches on your dick? Well, he died. <laughs> oh, you're upset that they sold you? Well, he died. <laughs> it, was, it was such a... The hound was so grounded in that moment where he's just like, are you alive? Well, yeah. Then stop your bitching. Yeah. But, but, I don't care. He's like, I'm not bitching. And he's just like, you're moving your mouth and you're complaining. Therefore bitching yeah <laughs> yeah oh god um leapok what was your biggest net to pick with this episode the fact <laughs> that i had to be convinced to, to like it afterwards mm-hmm. yeah by who but and then the episode <laughs> and afterwards after it finished i was just like what the fuck yeah like there were a lot of amazing things that happened in it but because of the pacing it they didn't nearly have the impact that they should have that everything was just crammed together so much. Like, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking with a seven-episode seven season. Just yeah. stretch it to ten. And this would have been great. Like, it would have been fine if they had just made everything make sense. But just the fact that I had to... The fact that I had to justify their decisions by researching the average speed of, you know, uh, a, a, mes- a carrier pigeon, like, uh, uh, you know, in comparative <laughs> dove stuff. The fact that I had to go look up a map of Westeros to see how far apart these places are. The fact that I had to actually crunch the numbers to see if whether or not it made at all sense for them to be out there for that long. Turns out it is, but they could have actually explained that in the episode if they'd just taken the time to do it. Yeah, I'm not exactly certain what the food and the not freezing and the bathroom situation was on that little rock that they were all standing on well not freezing well, if, if they had flaming swords yeah if if and, you read the books and you you listen sorry you pay attention to what they do every time they go beyond the wall on a ranger expedition they always have this x amount of um pocket food meat that they yeah. bring and all this oh, yeah, provisions in case they're error, blah 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 and yeah a lot of detail about food detail <laughs> about the food oh. yeah which they i think they just kind of take for granted in the show but I think my biggest gripe with the fact that you had a big hammer and you were waiting for the ice to freeze, why weren't you hitting the ice with the hammer? That, that, is, that is my biggest thing. When Clegane throws the one rock, which based on the shot looked to be like an awesome throw, <laughs> hits the guy in the jaw. It's like, okay, then he picks up another one, seems to do the same throw, goes half the distance, lands on the ice, and then it slides. It completely yeah. biffs it. First, yeah. first, first, like, throw, first throw was Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> second throw was Eli Manning. Yeah, like, Dude, come on, Blake Bortles. Don't do not do Blake. don't do Eli dirty like that. Come on. Can't, <laughs> you can't spell elite without Eli. Uh, so much. <laughs> like, Honestly, I thought it was like first throw was Aaron Rodgers, second throw was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah, it's... Yeah, he lost. As soon as that happens, and you see the zombies or the, the they start walking over the ice, you've got a hammer. There's another hammer or an axe. Just start wailing on it. Uh, I just... break break it apart. It's like okay, now we got an extra little buffer, and then they're right there. Then just you know have someone hold one side of you and just keep swinging and knock the one guy that you can hit. But they also didn't decide whether or not the the, the water really affected the zombies because there's the thing where they run onto the they run onto the to the little island there and the zombies run after it but and then they all start falling into the water and it's like oh my and the zombies like oh my god we can't fall into the water well you know we'll never get out of there and then later there's zombies just like 
diving out of the water or trying to pull Tormund down with them and stuff like that. And it was just like, what? I thought the it, water it comes, was hurting them? It comes them, back or... to the last episode with, uh, that we liked where dragons destroyed everyone and Jamie and Braun fell into the river that was at one point two feet. Yeah. And then all of a sudden was an ocean. Which was the worst part of, of Loot Train, the fact that, like, Jamie... I don't, I think we're going to look back on when, when we rewatch uh, Loot Train, like, I, I'm talking like a year or two from now, like, like when we're getting ready for season eight and we're, we're doing our, our rewatch of season seven. Jamie not dying, trying to do... Try, basically trying to Kingslay. Yeah. Not dying in that moment and then falling into the, the, the thing of the water. I think we're going to look back on that and be like, that was a mistake, <laughs> right? Like, like he, I don't know. He probably probably should have bit it there, but but well, he definitely should have died yeah. logically, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm not sure which I hate more in this episode. The like the the, the nameless red shirts that <laughs> were dying instead of named characters. I I just man, I couldn't get because that's that's been a thing Game of Thrones I I thought has has avoided over the seven years is is noticeably killing off red shirts like that. I mean, yeah, sure, like soldiers have died and and you know a uh, uh, very noticeable oh, yeah, like member Battle of the bastards, Battle yeah. of Blackwater that yeah. Well, yeah, die but, because yeah, it's armies. Good show. yeah, armies die. <laughs> you know, a, no, a a notable member of the Mets pitching staff died in in during Loot Train, right? And and. But a number of named characters died with them. Died exactly, exactly. Thank you. And and in this one, for like only uh, Thoros of Mir to go, and for his death to be completely avoidable, as we mentioned earlier, because they had access to fire, two ac- sources of fire actually, and yeah. and for him to just be like, oh god, he, they froze to death. Boy, we weren't really paying attention to the guy who with the gaping wound in his chest and the oh god, I mean. The giant dragon pulling chains <laughs> that apparently I, the zomp, I, like I assumed I assumed after I watched it I'm like okay he's an ice mage he made ice chains we'll just leave it at that because where the <sighs> fuck did they get chains That's like, a Jesus man that's a stretch like like have the night king just lift them out with magic or something like it's like and, a, and not I, only not only are they chains but those are the same size chains that friggin' Um, okay, so this isn't a show thing. This is a book yeah. thing. But that's basically the same size as the chain that Tyrion made for um, the Battle of Blackwater Bay. Yeah. Uh, in So in the books, he doesn't just set fire to everything. He has this giant chain. Mm-hmm. And he has all of the blacksmiths in the entire city going for months making this fucking thing. And that's basically what they were just carrying around. <laughs> I it, it, they, they had like three of them. It? Yeah, and they had like, must have, in the books was it, it must destroyed? have drifted. I guess I don't <laughs> know. That was the, yeah. It's just it's migrated north. <laughs> <laughs> it it's died and now it's on now. the zombie. Yeah, it it died and now it's on the zombie side. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I change yeah. for MVP. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, I think they had they had an idea of what would an amazing shot be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were like, okay, well, let's get it. And I kind of like the fact that he had to actually touch the dragon to mm-hmm. make it a, a White Walker instead yeah. of just, you know, like kind of pointing at it or like. Well, one thing, one thing that I actually White read. White Walker and Zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing. Sorry, I, Zombie, I just... White, zombie, no, no, White no, no, Walker, no. yeah. It's actually one thing I read was that they the, the zombie dragon is not actually going to be a zombie. It's essentially a White Walker because right. when when they turn the baby White Walkers, they touch them, 
and when he raises whites like the actual zombies they just you know do the come at me bro Mm-hmm. So the idea is that the zombie is actually going to be essentially a full White Walker with maybe magical White Walker powers and shit. Yeah. So, well, well, at some when point, I say zombie, instead, instead does that include the White Walkers? Yeah. Like we we will get like ice dragon breath at some point. Like like there's gonna be there's gonna be a thing where the like like zombie dragon is gonna be in the sky with Viserys and or, or with Drogon and Drogon's gonna blow his his fire thing and they're gonna do the light. And and then the ice and then the ice breath will come out and they'll collide they'll collide in the middle right and and have that like Dragon Ball Z uh, yeah, 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 moment yeah. right where they so, both so meet you, in the middle. So you think it's gonna breathe uh, ice? And, like, oh, absolutely! It's gonna be an ice breath instead of a fire breath. Oh well, yeah, it's gonna be like cold fire. There, so he's gonna be there, spitting there cold another, fire. <laughs> there, there was another theory that I really enjoyed, hmm. um, which is as soon as he 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 breathes fire, but. Since he's a zombie and made out of ice now, he breathes fire and then immediately dies. And then there's a shot of the Night King being like, huh. <laughs> I guess I should have seen that coming. Yeah. So, well, good thing I've got a good thing I've got a spare my, lance. Yeah, <laughs> my, my my favorite thing about the Night King keeping into that is how emotionless it, he is. And how nothing seems to bother him at all. He's like, oh, a giant dragon. Well, now this is happening. (laughs) Oh, it's a dragon? And he just kind of walks over nonchalant, grabs the lance, kind of aims. He's like, all right, let's do this. He he didn't even, yeah, he didn't even, he basically did the the friggin' Ace Ventura where he's like, Ayuda, don't just stand there. Give me a spear! And then he just, (laughs) then he just pegs it. It was like, oh, God, so good. Well, it kind of looks like he's just going through the motions. Like, he knows oh, yeah. what's coming. So, it's, like, he was completely happy, uh, presumably, to just be patient and w- <laughs> wait until the dragons came to pick up the, the Magnificent Seven. It's like, all right, now we're at this point. Now I can go get my dragon. <laughs> the amazing, the Magnificent Seven and the expendable red shirts coming to yeah. a theater near you. Um, Which... I didn't take an actual count, but I feel like more red shirts died than actually came with them. No, probably, yeah. Well, because basically they were like, there were the. I feel like I feel like the bear killed like three. Yeah. And then like the the zombies killed like five more, and I'm like, what? How many? What? What happened? That's definitely more. There was even a time where I like re. There was one point where I rewound once to be like, was that a main? Was that a named guy that got eaten? Because it happened so fast, and then I was just like. No, it's, that's yet another red shirt. And I was like, God damn it, Game of Thrones. Like, how are you... I don't know. I just... I didn't care for it. And I honestly, I really think Tormund not dying was completely fucked up. I mean, I'm glad... Don't get don't get me wrong. I'm glad to have T-Sizzle still around, but... I don't know. Yeah, that's that's not the game... Weird, for, it's yeah. weird for the show to be pulling his punches like Yeah, that. it's it's that's not the Game of Thrones we, we've signed up for or invested ourselves in, right? And It's a completely different show from the last six seasons. Yeah, and... <laughs> Well, at least, well, it's just, it, I guess, because, I mean, like I said, we're only two episodes removed from, from now. They're two very questionable, worrisome episodes, <laughs> but we're only two episodes away from Loot Train, which was, you know, fucking toot-toot, because that was just a fantastic sequence. And we, like, we went on this podcast and, and just basically blew that sequence for 45 minutes on, on the pod. <laughs> and and <laughs> now we're here going, like, what the well, like, fuck has happened, right? Like, <laughs> the, the problem is that they gave us what we wanted in that episode, which was what we loved. And then they started trying, like you said in the last 
podcasts that I listen to, it's a Reddit fan service. What mm. did you want to see? You want to see White Walkers? You want to see dragons? You want to see them clash? Let's go bring it. And you're like, it's yeah. but it's done poorly. You see Danny if it's done... eyes to John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lots of Myron. Yeah, yeah. Dan- Danny but, and John. Sorry, go ahead, KB. I think before we go go a bit further, before we even get to this scene, I know you've brought it up with me a few times that John wants to die. John's, oh yeah, he's John, on a suicide mission. John's message. done being alive. Yeah, he knows. He knows. 100% that his sword can take out White Walkers. And he just straight up hands it to Jorah and is like, yo, I don't want this no more. I'm done. It's over. Take the sword. I'm done. Yeah. Leave me alone. I want to die. <laughs> and like, holy shit, man. Like, he knows for a fact that Val- his sword, which we all assume Valerian Steel does, can take out White Walkers. And he's just giving it away. Like candy. Here, here's yeah. your sword. Oh, this is your dad's sword. You want it, right? Like, holy fuck, man. Does this guy want to die or what? Oh, he's absolutely on a suicide mission. Like, okay, he, he did that north of the wall. Whereas yeah. if, if he gave away the sword, <laughs> yeah. he wouldn't have another sword. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what, what What would you do if Jorah accepted? Uh, uh, can I have your kidding? knife, bro? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not... Maybe it's not when like, we get back. Yeah, it's not like they John's did it. going to be the one throwing rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not like he did it at Eastwatch, right? And he was like, here, you can have this one. Let me grab one from the basement, right? I'm sure they've got another sword down there. It's like, they're like halfway there. Like, what are you going to fight with, John, if I don't give you this sword back? <laughs> like, fuck. Like, Great well, point. I found this rock, and I yeah. tied it to the end of a stick. <laughs> yeah, and Jon Snow also did the thing where it was like, there was so much time for him to get on the back of the dragon. And, like, one zombie came, and he's like, oh my god, one zombie, I've gotta fight them all off to be able to help the dragon get away. And it was like, the fuck are you doing, Jon Snow? Get on the goddamn dragon. It was one zombie. <laughs> yeah, scene, that scene was seriously painful. Yeah. Every time, and it wasn't like he was, like, tr- actually beating them off. He was, like, chasing them down. Yeah. Like, he ran every oh, one, yeah. he just ran further and further away from the dragon. Yeah. Like, he definitely he definitely wants to die. Like, no, he's done. Yeah, not he's only so, that, but... Like, whatever. And I get that, I get that it was there for us to do the see here's why i hate this last sequence because uh john snow doing that while i get that it served the purpose of danny going uh of danny flying away and being able to realize you know sometimes you you can't save everybody and and you know you you've, you've got to make the decision to as Tyrion put it do nothing whereas in in this uh this wasn't really do nothing. This was fight or flight, and and Daenerys chose flight in this one as opposed to going back and fighting for Jon Snow. And then Jon Snow uh, went down. If that's the sequence you want to have, oh, and I guess it also served the purpose of of Jon ended up still being alive, and him being like, well, I guess I have to bend the knee now. And she's like, well, I saw them, and we'll fight for you. So I get that it led to that. I think you can still have that moment, but do it with fucking Jorah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, have Jorah be the one to be like, Khaleesi, you know, like, if I don't fight these guys off, like, obviously don't do that, but have him give her the look and her be like, get on! And then have him be like, no, if I don't fight these guys off, and you'll never get away. Actually fucking kill and then him? he actually dies, and, like, so A, you serve the purpose of, B, we get the great emotional moment from Jorah of he gets to sacrifice his life from Danny. B, we get the great Game of Thrones thing where a, a named character died, and C, we don't have to go through 
Benjamin Stark's weird wrestling run-in, which we haven't even got into, which was fucking terrible. Oh, my what? Lord. A gigantic waste of a character. Absolutely. Holy fucking shit. That and was... Maybe maybe uh, this maybe was... Brand will shed some light on it in a past vision. Fuck. Uh, like, man, that was like... Just for it to be like, Rob, my God! Sorry, sorry I, gotta, I gotta interrupt. Rob, yeah. do you really fucking think Bran is gonna say a goddamn thing? Yeah. No, not no. at all. No. <laughs> like, holy shit, man. But, but like, honestly, if if, if good old JR was calling that, it would've been like, by God, that's Benjamin Stark's music! Son of a bitch, where the hell did he come from? See, he's he's getting on the horse! He's giving it to Jon Snow! It, it, oh, he's not getting on the horse himself! Why? Why, Benjamin? So much time for you to get on the horse! <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? It's, I think it's as egregious <laughs> like, as the uh, the Titanic door situation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, why the can't you get on the horse, Benjamin? There's no time. Yeah. I'll never let go, Jack. <laughs> it was. Oh god. It was so, honestly, it was. It was also reminiscent of like. Like, hey, Millhouse, throw the rope back. There's no time. <laughs> like, it's like, it was like, oh my. This thing is the uh, the friggin' lemon tree episode. Yeah. It's like, come with me. There's no time to explain. So <laughs> drink, do you drink water. So what's going on? I said there was no time to explain. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell were they thinking? But like, a Benjamin start like. I was like, wow, they're going to kill Jon Snow. This is fucking weird. And then all of a sudden, Benjen Stark shows up. And I'm like, oh, sweet, Benjen. And then he's going to be reunited with Benjen. And then Benjen's just like, get out of here. And then, like, don't explain to me how you're still alive or anything. And then just, like, get swarmed. It's like, what the fuck was that shit? In, in, in a In a episode of just nonsense, time warp stuff, guys awkwardly running because i, I want to uh, do a couple seconds on gendry's running motion <laughs> which was just terrible i can't believe he was somehow the fastest runner with that running style like get the knees up what are you doing and like pump your he's like running with his hands by his side like it was the most dainty run i've ever seen in my life have you never have you pierce have you never watched naruto that's the fastest way to run <laughs> yeah let's tell you yeah that's yeah yeah that's why usain bolt does that right uh oh god uh so yeah he was doing that so so gendry yeah runs god knows how many miles in the snow gets there we're like we gotta send a raven a raven's gotta go back get danny danny's gotta go fly all while they're not freezing to death on this island uh where water may or may not hurt zombies we're still not sure and later on they kill a thing and there's giant chains that they conveniently brought with them to drag a giant ice, like ice dra dragon out of the water so they can turn it into a zombie like after all of that oh Thoros of Mir and, and freaking Beric Dondarrion not using their flaming swords to, to stop their friend from freezing to death or, or really to any effect in the entire episode this was the single worst part of the, of the episode. And, and, like, Tormund not dying. Like, holy hell. This Benjamin Stark, like, wrestling. Like, like honestly, it, it was basically, like... In... This this episode is one of the most yeah. egregious, um, like, par, uh, representations of, you know, of when you see one martial artist and yeah. then two, ten guys are coming at him from all sides and then when it goes to the actual fight 
He fights them all one at a time. Yeah, like they they yeah. never swarm him. They come in one guy at like a time. They swarm yeah. in, you know, a thousand fucking guys around this rock. And then when it comes down to the fight, they're all just like, you know, one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. And then I think the funniest part for me was when John was like, fall back. It's like, fall back to where? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're surrounded. Yeah, they're already on the rock. And yeah, and it's like. Oh, let's, let's, let's not forget to mention the fact that John was staring at the white walk or at the zombies that couldn't climb the rocks and just fucking staring at them going, oh, shit, I should stare at them. Well, they do nothing. And let the other guys behind me die and fight. Yeah. He's like, honestly, <laughs> I, I, I would fucking manager. Yeah. <laughs> Supervisor. <laughs> I'm the king of the north. I'll just watch you guys do my shit for me. <laughs> and afterwards, when he gets out of it, he's like, I told them to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you strawberry hit a home run. <laughs> basically, he was basically. Hey, skip. Yeah. Honestly, like. Like, Benjamin Stark running in, I, like, I keep, it, it reminds me so much of wrestling, but if, like, if it was bad, like, basically, Benjamin Stark ran in to, you know, clock somebody, it, like, it, basically, there was, a, there was a title match going on, right, and Benjamin Stark ran in the ring to knock somebody out with a chair so that the other guy could win the title, but then Benjamin like, instead like it's of it's more like Benjamin Stark was the ref that took a side that had had someone hand him a chair and smashed the guy. Uh, I the get, yeah, but he didn't even really do that. He just kind of like like he showed up and then was like, "Hey, champion, get out of here!" And then I'll sit on the chair <laughs> instead of knocking the instead of knocking like the bad guy out so the champion could win. He was basically like, "Quick, champion, escape!" <laughs> right? Like like go back to the back. I'll get you you disqualified or something like that. And it's like what? That didn't God like oh god. Honestly, one of the most egregious wastes. It maybe the most egregious waste of a character we've seen in this in this in this series. It was. It, yeah, well. it seems like Benjamin's purpose was to just save whichever Stark goes north of the wall. I guess. Yeah. It, and because now... he saved John, and then before that he saved Bran. And it, the scene, very oh, yeah. similar, just very short. It's like, who are you? Or it's like, oh, it's Benjin. And it's like, yeah, no time. Off we go. I don't really remember the one with Bran off the top of my head. That <laughs> well, was from yeah. a couple months ago when Wait, I watched Bran, it. The, the one with Bran was a little bit more lax, where he was like, Bran, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm going to beat the Three-Eyed Raven. He's like, cool. I'm half dead now. Yeah. And then and he went. I I've got something else to do, and apparently that something else to do was give John a horse and then die. And <laughs> instead of yeah. instead of being like, well, I, get on this horse, alluded, John. Let's get the hell out of here. It I, was just like oh. I'm not entirely certain, but I think they alluded to the fact that he was tracking the army yeah. and was like trying to like do guerrilla yeah, tactics it, it, and it take out. It did definitely make sense for him to be there. Like, it, of course he's going to be following the army. Of course he was watching the whole thing, mm -hmm. and he couldn't do anything because you know there's a whole giant army. With he gonna do once they surrounded him and so it him being there makes sense it's still just a giant fucking waste yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like a complete clusterfuck of of like I, I i much prefer uh your idea of have um jorah sacrifice himself the same way yeah. that john did have him actually die have john get stabbed um, while he's getting on the dragon, just mm -hmm. that you can still have that nice little waking up scene like, yeah. at the end. You, you, and then yeah. fucking just, yeah, and then just you can skip all that bullshit Benjamin out. Have him show up later. Yeah. Have him show that, up at the wall. That, that, da that Danny and John scene was, was honestly, it was eerily reminiscent of uh, 
Team America, where it was basically, I promise, I, <laughs> I will promise. never I die. I will never die. <laughs> yeah. She's like, if you promise, I'll make love to you right now. I promise, I will never die. <laughs> it's like, it's his aunt, people. His aunt, for God's sake. You shouldn't be cheering for this. What are you doing, you sick fucks? Uh, God. Ugh. Type of people who cheer for Jamie Lannister. Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> this, does this, does, does episode seven end... I, 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 man, because this is kind of a big question. I'm not sure who who should get it first. Um, I don't know. Let's give it to Mike. Does does episode seven end with like a, a, a super Westerosi super friends team up where, where it's like, all right, we're all gonna team up and fight. Like, like, do they get seriously? That that can't be where we're headed, right? No. <sighs> I mean, it's not off the table though, based on the last two episodes. Danny swooping in and saving everyone north of the wall, and it's like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, I'm say, you yeah called it. If, <laughs> if friggin', uh, it ends up with all of them just being like friends in the end, like, okay, I could see them having a fake alliance that will obviously crumble later, but nothing will be like definite there's no way there's actually going to be a legitimate change of heart in cersei that's not who well, she there, is there was well. that exchange between daenerys and Tyrion where it was like they alluded to the fact that cersei was setting a trap for them and she's like well what trap are you setting he's like uh it's in the works <laughs> yeah right <laughs> he's like well, are you kidding me Pretty step Tyrion one needs to get off his goddamn ass and actually do something proper yeah, yeah I, I like think he's probably the most poorly written character this season oh yeah Tyrion. Tyrion is is peyton manning in now here's the thing he's peyton manning peyton in his manning. last thing last season now peyton manning won the super bowl in his last season although his team kind of won it despite him so maybe that's the perfect metaphor for Tyrion because maybe he'll <laughs> he'll end out on top when it's all said and done but basically um he went from being considered the greatest quarterback of all time to being this like shell of himself who's now had four neck surgeries and is and like can barely throw the ball without like basically throwing these wounded ducks that are getting picked off all the time and it's like oh no oh peyton oh oh so, God. oh it's so painful quick, to watch quick question, right quick question though <laughs> who is then the brock osweiler of game of thrones <laughs> i think I, I i'm fairly certain it's benjen at this point isn't it <laughs> fuck I'm fairly certain benjen's brock osweiler so much hype and then was just killed um Although it didn't make nearly as much money as Brock Osweiler. Um, man, I just... They they had a really good thing going in Season 7 up till these last two episodes. Like, it really felt like it was going to be, okay, we're going to settle all the stuff in King's Landing. It's going to be uh, Danny versus Cersei. Here we go. Da- you know, Danny, Danny versus Cersei in, 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 in the King's Landing sports arena for, for all the marbles, right? Uh, you know, the, mm. the friggin', I don't know what you would, you'd call it the rumble in King's Landing or something like that. Uh, friggin', and we, yeah, we just took this weird veer in these last two episodes where it's like, let's try to get, instead of let's killing Cersei and then ending that and then facing the White Walkers in season eight and spending the beginning of season eight spinning the web of, because obviously Cersei is a more fleshed out villain than the Night King, right? So, yeah. If, but if you take Cersei out in season seven, you spend the first four episodes of season eight spinning the web and giving us the Night King's backstory so that we care about him when he finally shows up as the, the final boss in, in Game of Thrones, right? 
We don't but, have that kind of time, though. We, well, I don't know. We don't have time for anything. Apparently, we've got time apparently yeah. to go north of the wall and steal a zombie with a stupid ass plan. So, I, I, I think that's one of the biggest problems with this season and with the yeah. writing so far. You have this cash cow of a show mm-hmm. that you know people will watch every week, and you're gonna shorten it to seven episodes. Yeah, and you're gonna I, cap right. it, and then like. There's so much more you could be doing with this shit. Not in their defense, but at least this episode was like an hour and ten. And next week, I I guess it's supposed to be. We had an episode this season that was 50 fucking minutes. And it was the best one. And it's just, I don't know. Like, to me, it, 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 like, season seven should have just kept on with Danny versus Cersei. And, yeah. and, you know, like I said, the rumble in King's Landing. And then season eight should have just been the Night King. And now we've got this weird... If we get a team-up thing, I'm going to be very... Because, like, I keep going back to a line in season three. There's there's a there's a line. I don't remember exactly what episode. But it's one of the scenes where uh, Ramsey's torturing Theon, right? And uh, Ramsey says to Theon slash the audience, if you think this story has a happy ending, you clearly haven't been paying attention. Like, that's a direct quote from from Ramsey and again he's talking to Theon slash the audience with that line and I'm just like the way I watch this I'm like maybe this does end with a happy ending like maybe it ends with like Cersei and Danny being like like you can be my wingman anytime or something like that and then <laughs> and then it, and it's just yeah like fuck man I I don't I, I think if you take season 1 to 6 and give it an ending. Cersei wins somehow. Yeah. And rules the Seven Kingdoms. You Maybe. take season seven, it becomes a buddy cop comedy. Yeah. Where <laughs> <laughs> they all end up being happy and together in the end. Yeah, I don't know. So I just like I said. Let's hope I... for something. Let's hope for something in between. I think they're setting Maybe? this. I think they're setting us up for something big. Man, I, I hope this, so. You know, like... I think they're setting us up for Euron to come back in this last episode and do something fucking ridiculous maybe i don't know it's it's i don't the last two episodes have not been endearing that's all i'll say for 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 this season we haven't gotten any closure on the theon coming back to dragonstone being like yo save my sister yeah part you know what? Yara's also the person who because i've been rewatching seasons as well Yara's also the person who's like we're going to go get Theon from, from the Ramses. Let's go! And then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, the dogs are loose! Let's get out of here! <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> that, was, that was basically it. It was just... Man. Huh. So we established the Night King won the episode. I, I, anything else? Anybody else have any nits they want to pick with it? Because it, it, it's a very nitpicky episode. Anything else anybody wants uh, to point out? Anybody? Not, not about the episode, but a couple things for like predictive stuff for the next episode go ahead rob uh we have the potential for clagane bowl i suppose yep yeah hype that that, that's a potential uh clusterfuck during the meeting Mm -hmm. um if euron does come back maybe he kills yara and sets theon off um and there's oh I'm kind of holding out the possibility that because the Arya Sansa stuff is just being really weird, I hope it's just all for show or some bullshit to just get Littlefinger killed. Mm. Maybe Arya just pieces out, goes with Brienne, or 
kind of follows her and then just, you know, sneak attack backstabs uh, Cersei in during the meeting or at the end of it and sets things all to shit. Considering how much people can teleport, I would... I think I might be on that train now. Yeah. <laughs> like, that could like, happen. I mean, uh, we got we got, a, we got a, the zombie dragon, so nothing's off the table anymore with, with well, Game Well, honestly, it's it actually like, makes a lot of sense considering, you know, their ridiculous timelines where uh, at some point, like, you know, remember that these episodes, they don't necessarily line up. The stuff that actually happened in this episode of Winterfell nece- didn't necessarily happen at the same time that happened north of the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, this could have happened a long time ago because there's, like, months that will span weeks but it's so hard to tell when you're watching well that's the thing is that they don't they don't show you because until something crazy happens like this like what if uh aria is just like you know what screw it i'm not i don't want to be here anymore and just go south and then uh just freaking kill cersei like out of nowhere (laughs) yeah i mean i would i because last episode this horrific death is the enemy episode was what an hour and ten i think it was the longest game of thrones episode we've had isn't it? It was around awesome. an hour. It was around an hour and ten. So yeah. if we get another hour and ten next week, honestly, it's, I would. It, next week's apparently supposed to be like an hour twenty. Okay, if we get like a basically Game of Thrones full length feature film, um, yeah. I I would love it if we if the entire thing is just da- the intergalactic it's, Senate roll call. No, but if it's <laughs> Danny, just Danny versus Cersei, that's it. Like we we settle we settle the war of the war of the five queens basically. I think it would be too good of writing, Mike, if it would be Arya has been Cersei this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) She's she's already killed her and all that Winterfell stuff happened way in the past or whatever because we have have no fucking clue where or when or what or whatever (laughs) anything's happening. Like, Daenerys went from the most southern tip of Westeros to the most northern fucking tip in one episode. We have no one episode, two two scenes, two scenes. (laughs) Actually, that's something I wanted to bring up about the episode. So since Danny did go north of the Wall, why did they not just really try to convince her? It's like, look, I will bend the knee on the condition that we take a quick trip north of the wall on a dragon so I can show you something. <laughs> because of poor uh, writing, Rob. Because of extremely oh, no, poor no, writing. No, because that, that's copyrighted by Disney. That's Aladdin. <laughs> I guess, <yeah. laughs> Except she's in the Aladdin role. Do you trust? She's on the dragon. Do you trust me? <laughs> she can show you the world, yeah, Rob. Yeah. She she's going to show John the world, all right? Good Lord. Oh, that's uh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God in heaven. Well, you can, you can bring that back, too, as... <laughs> The so the simple solution to both of their problems was to get married in the first place, yeah. right? Wasn't it? Like who yeah, who is then he wouldn't have to bend the knee. Saying hey, if you fucking marry each other, he's still king in the north. You're still queen of everything. And there has to be no knee bending. And you both get your each other's armies. Yeah, and then you don't have to bend a knee or do anything like that. Exactly, and that's like that's what families have been doing since the beginning of time. <laughs> and so the, why yeah. the fuck haven't you done it already? And the only one who can stop us is that little boy sitting in the chair who won't say a fucking thing of any Wait use, right? And, like... <laughs> and she fucking 
talked about this in the last season. I just remembered. Yeah. Remember, that's why she didn't bring along her Dario. boy toy. Yeah, she didn't she's bring Dario like, around. I'm going to have to make some powerful allies by banging them. Yeah, like, through marriage. I'm going to need to yeah. marry someone. That's and a very good point sort of that thing. I totally forgot about. And fucking yeah. Dorn is out of the question now. Mm-hmm. And with the Tyrells out, mm-hmm. then guess what? Just fucking marry John. Yeah, the, the, honestly, <laughs> that that's that's very good point. That's the only option, or somehow Jamie Lannister, I guess. <laughs> like she marries Jamie Lannister, <laughs> and that's that's how they mend the Lannister fence. <laughs> we know he likes blondes. Uh, good God in heaven. <sighs> And then we still got the whole Cersei baby thing. God, what a what a mess these last two episodes have been. God, oh. I just hope the series ends without having a whole slew of unanswered questions. Yeah. Oh, there's gonna be a huge there's gonna be a huge cliffhanger. They want to sell more series. Obviously, you haven't you, you weren't listening to Ramsey back in season three, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this this will not have a happy ending. <laughs> like it's just. Yeah, I I can see I can see the last season. Uh, sorry, episode of season eight. Daenerys is sitting on the throne, and the Night King is standing outside of King's Landing, going, "Sup, bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the season of the series. Oh. And oh. then they, then they do they they, they do the spin off <laughs> after, and it's summer again, and no one knows what happened. <laughs> Everyone has amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> they do the lost thing where they just wake up and it was all someone's dream. Oh! <laughs> it was all the dream. They're <laughs> all funny. in purgatory the whole time. Yeah, episode, if, if episode 7 of seasons, of the last episode of season 7 is, is the ice dragon flies over King's Landing and just frost breaths everything and kills everybody and then season 8 is just the Night King dealing with the logistics of keeping his zombie <laughs> people busy. He's just like he's just like answering emails and shit like emails and Raven. <laughs> quests and stuff it's i've like, killed i've killed everyone that yeah, lives yeah now what do i do exactly it's like <laughs> you're probably speaking of females there was one pretty good joke i heard which was everyone sansa should be queen of the north aria but what about her emails yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one yeah someone had a good i remember there was a really good comic where uh it was back a couple seasons ago when Yara and Euron were doing the King's Moot, right? And Yara's like, I've been here this whole time. We should be doing stuff. You know, I've been here this whole time. I deserve this. I think we should. And th- this guy's not even qualified for the job. And Euron's like, I'm going to marry the Dragon Queen. She's going to love me. You'll love it. Everybody loves me. <laughs> you know, it's going to be huge. Also, I have a big dick. <laughs> It'll be huge. Uh, it's just so good. Um, man. <laughs> I mean, that's all I gotta say about. Uh... Can I can I just say that even though you know this episode was you know a bit of a pile, um, <laughs> I did actually like the last scene between John and Danny. I thought that was actually pretty well done and actually shows yeah. a lot of character growth. It was for it's just, Danny. Yeah, like honestly, up until that point, I kind of written her off mm-hmm. in terms of like for MVP, but the fact that she seems to have actually finally made some fucking character growth since yeah. like season three that it's uh she could do something in the next episode to put her back up there I, into a deserving mvp spot i mean it's, well, it's it's considering next episode could just be spin the wheel and whoever it lands on yeah. uh wins i i well, just... that's the is i think i think danny could actually do some stuff mm-hmm. to put her up into the mvp i think Arya could kill littlefinger which would get her up there yeah um other than that, I'm like on Team Drogon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, yeah, I, I, like I said, I don't think I'm going to, cause I mean, I'm the only one who picked Danny at the end and Dan, Danny, you could argue is, is might be the front runner for MVP this year. But I mean, for like I said, I'm well, not, I'm let's, not, let's, I'm, I'm just if, not, like I said, I don't think I'm going to end up awarding a season seven MVP. I just, I just don't think I'm, I'm not going to do a disservice to, to the other MVPs that are, are like of seasons if, past, right. That, that, turned in 10 episode long or 10, 10 episode long season long performances. Right. Like I just, I'm not going to, not going to be able to do it. If we're going to split hairs like that, Mm. Olena Tyrell fired some shots in GTFO right away. So (laughs) (laughs) you don't mind an asterisk. (laughs) Hey man, championships and championship. Yeah. Oh, that's a good note to go out on. Um, so yeah, that's it for season seven. Our, our review of Death is the Enemy. Oh, I, I would like to make one more prediction, if that's sure. all right. Sure, right there. I think the next episode is going to end with the White Walkers being south of the wall. Yeah. Through the dragon breathing ice on the water that's around the wall, and they just go around. Yeah, I kind of want them to destroy the wall. <laughs> or that. Yeah. It's one of the two. The yeah. dragon's going to be. I, I kind of expect. I think it's going to end uh, with them south of the wall. Yeah, I, I expect the last five, ten minutes of the next episode is going to be a sequence of the wall coming down and then them yeah. walking through. Yeah. Which also probably means that Tormund's going to eat it. Maybe. I don't, Well, I honestly, if, if they weren't going to kill Tormund in the last episode, I think he's living through this season. Like, why would you give him that, okay, we're going to tease the, we're going to pull up the audience's heartstrings with a, him nearly dying and then get, and then get rid of him. I don't know. To to give you some false sense of security. I guess, maybe, yeah. But, I mean, this is new game. We're not watching old George R.R. Martin Game of Thrones. We're watching new Benny Hoff and Weiss Game of Thrones, right? They're making it up on the fly. Where, yeah, like, I I don't think, I don't, yeah, I, I don't think we're, yeah, we're, we're we're no longer in the nihilistic Game of Thrones. I think we're we're post nihilist. We're post RR, if you will. On on pulled yeah. from the pages of Reddit Game of Thrones. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Anyway, that's it for this week's uh, review on Game of Thrones. We'll be back next week talking about the season finale. We'll have Miller on. Uh, like I mentioned earlier in this episode, we're going to be back later on in this week, probably Thursday or Friday, with our Defenders! Yeah, Defenders uh, review. Spoiler, uh, it's a piece of shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know that yet. I've still got one episode left. I, I'm well, there yet... you go. Now you don't have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got one episode left. I'm going to pl- I'm gonna watch it right after we're done this. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's if it. If you liked our Iron Fist podcast, you'll love our Defenders podcast. Exactly. Yeah, we're we're gonna be, we're gonna be back on uh, on later this week with Defenders. Uh, crossover podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossover podcast at Empire Six is the Twitter account, and we are also on uh, soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast. Uh, Mike, Rob, Kyle, I will see you guys next week for our big Game of Thrones roundtable. We're gonna tie a nice little bow on this uh, season hopefully hopefully they they turn back the the clock with a little bit of a really good episode man the season started so well with the first four episodes these (laughs) last two it's just been like what the fuck is happening but hopefully we 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 go off on a high note but uh yeah that'll be it we'll see you next week uh, or we'll see you later on this week with defenders and we'll be back next week finishing the game of thrones podcast right before we move into football so take care everybody and we'll talk to you next week It's just a jump to the left.
Antonio Ojeda.